Hi, I'm Jill Sylvester, licensed mental health counselor and author of the self-help book, Trust Your Intuition, 100 Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health, and the young adult self-help fiction novels, The Land of Blue and Devon Dream Agent Book One in the Devon series. Each of my books deals with the theme of intuition because for me, it all comes down to listening to and trusting your own inner voice, the one of your best self, the highest self, in order to live your best life and also to trust that voice and develop it in order to help and serve humanity. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast. We're going to be talking about fear and what to do when you feel like you can't move forward because you're paralyzed by fear. In my self-help book, Trust Your Intuition, step number three in the first section of Hold On is about moving forward out of the space that you're in in order to change up the energy. So sometimes all it takes is A to B to get us out of one space where the gremlins and fear itself have us gripped by the throat and bring us into another place. So think about that for a second, just what your body does when you're afraid. Fear is a very rigid feeling. It's very tight. Our stomach gets clenched. Our jaw gets clenched. Everything feels tight and stuck and we just want to like vie for control or, or defend our position. Uh, you know, the ego wants to just drive the bus and dominate. When you're behaving like that, acting like that, feeling like that physically, you're coming from a place of fear. If you can notice that about yourself, usually it'll start with a feeling. And then, you know, remember when we, we in an earlier podcast, I talked about thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Usually the feeling will let you know that you're thinking something that's fear-based. Something isn't working out. You're disappointed. The world isn't the way you'd hoped it would be uh, at this point, or a relationship issue isn't going well, or a job situation, whatever it is. If you're thinking in terms of fear, your body is going to feel that. It's going to feel stuck. It's going to feel tight. It's going to be, you're going to feel physically unwell. You're going to feel unease in your body. As soon as you can recognize that, I want you to stand up and move. You can step to the left. You can step to the right. You can get up and walk across your kitchen. You can take a drive. All it has to be is some type of action in order to rip that page of fear into a different space where you can open up to something different. But the first step to move out of fear is to take action of any kind. It can be a huge jump. You can do A to J, but even A to B will take you somewhere different. And when you physically move out of the space you're in, when you find yourself thinking fear-based thoughts, or feeling fear-based feelings, if you can simply and profoundly move yourself from one space to another, that's when you can open up and insert a choice. And that's step two. Expand your thinking. So again, fear is tight. Fear is rigid. We're seeing it one way. It's our way or the highway. There's, there's no room for improvement. It's, you know, someone isn't seeing it the way we want them to. Things aren't happening the way we want it to go. A project we're working on isn't happening. Kids, if you're doing homework, you're not understanding it. It's the fear in your body that's making you feel unwell. If you get up and change your space, you're changing your psychic space. You're changing your energy field up by moving. 
that's when you can insert a choice of expanding your thinking. Expanding your thinking means that there are two ways, always, of looking at something. You got the devil and the angel on your shoulder, that, that old image of, 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 you know, good and evil. You've got a contrast between fear and loving and light-filled thoughts. What you choose to think and feel is always under your control. The first step is to notice it. Physically, your body's going to tell you something. It's going to tell you you're tight. You're thinking something tight, rigid, locked in. You're going to move. Second step is to notice the contrast. If you're thinking one way, if your gremlins are telling you something like it's, it's all, you know, not working out, everything's just awful, the day is terrible because it's too humid or too rainy or too cold or whatever's going on for you, there's another way of looking at it. And when you introduce another way of looking at it, you're going to widen your scope in perspective. You're going to change up the game because now you have another way to think and feel if you so choose. And when you allow yourself that panoramic view, you're going to allow yourself a whole different set of feelings. So let me give you an example. A few years ago, my editor had raised her rates to more than double. And my first thought was, yikes, you know. And I could have got really bummed out about it. I could have thought, oh my God, you know, what does this mean for me? Who does she think she is? How is this, you know, how, how, how am I going to work with this kind of thing? You know, all the regular thoughts that we all would have when put in that position. But I only thought yikes for like a minute. And then I started thinking, because I could hear in her voice how nervous she was telling me that she was raising her rates. And then I thought, good for her for believing that she's worth that amount of money because she is. And what if she was raising her rates so that her game was being raised, which would then mean my game was going to be raised? Because if I'm getting more from her in her energy and she's working smarter, not harder, she's going to work smarter on my behalf, which means I'm going to gain from her raising the stakes for herself and for me. And that's what I chose to subscribe to. That's the plane I chose to be on. And in her raising her game, she did raise mine as well. So I chose the latter thought. And with no hesitation, I moved forward to meet her where she was. And it's completely and utterly delivered. I'm going to give you another example. Recently, I hired someone to help me with something. And this time, um, when I realized her rate, I almost fell off my chair. And at first, I was like, there is absolutely no way that I can do something like this. And then I felt that, hold on a second, hold on, before I go down the rabbit hole, let me think of another way to look at this. And I thought, well, clearly I've just walked into a new space. And this is how people in this space do it. And so... If I meet her where she is, then I realize energetically she's just brought me somewhere different. She actually catapulted me into a totally different space of how things are done at that level with that kind of a project that I wanted to complete. 
And when I was able to expand my thinking that I had no conceptualization about the day before or the hour, the hour before I, I spoke with her, it was like my whole energy field went, oh, I get it. And I opened up from there's no way I can do that. That project may have to be on hold to, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out and I'll open up to that space. Again, two ways of looking at it. Now, neither are right and neither are wrong. But one thought and one perspective is tight and stuck and no. And no means that you close off the possibilities to yourself. But when you open it up and look at it from a different perspective, you start to widen the possibilities for yourself and your people and your work and the potential. And you move into a different space with a whole different set of parameters. And now doors open and windows open and all these ideas and thoughts and things can flow to you. Whereas if before you had shut down that invitation to go out with a friend, that job opportunity, that person charging you more for what you know, you're asking them to do because they're trying to raise the game for themselves to raise it for you and give you the best of them. You're walling off something that could potentially drive you higher. So when you start to look at another way you could be seeing a situation in your life, a disappointment, an upset, you know, wh whatever it is, you start to see that you now stand in between these two schools of thought. And one is tight and one is open. And again, I'm not saying either one is right or wrong. But what I do want you to believe for yourself and see for yourself is that when you widen that lens, you now have an option to entertain a different feeling. And this is where personal power can come in. Because you now realize that you are in way more control of a situation, of a relationship, of a thing, than you realize. Not about the other person's behavior and what they choose to do, or the thing that doesn't work out for you or it does, but how you respond to it. And again, fear is tight. You're going to feel stuck. You're going to have that paralysis by analysis feeling. You're not going to see any other way to move. You're going to stand in a space of... I can't do this, it's not going to work out, and you're going to remain on that plane until you can open up and see that there is a way to let yourself out. How quickly you move out of that space is up to you. And so that's what expand your thinking in step two is all about, is that when you can look at things from a couple different perspectives, you realize that whichever one you choose to align with is going to take you potentially to a different space and whether or not that's attractive to you or not again is your choice it's your power and it's up to you when we come back we'll talk about a third strategy of dealing with fear this week's sponsor is revive and company they are located at 208 main street in weymouth massachusetts revive offers breakfast all day revitalizing salads press sandwiches on fresh five grain bread 
power bowls made to order, flatbread wraps, smoothie bowls, house-made juices. And these are just some of their delicious offerings. Dairy-free, gluten-free, and vegan options also available. I always get the veggie power bowl when I go. It's greens, warmed veggie confetti, hummus, rice, quinoa, balsamic dressing, and it's so good. I also get the super beet juice with apple, beet, cucumber, celery, lemon, and ginger, minus the cucumber and the celery, because that's just the way I like it, and it is awesome. Try it yourself and see. For more information, visit reviveandco.com. That's R-E-V-I-V-E and co.com. Okay, so once you take your steps... Gremlins don't like action. So any step of any kind, it could be walking across the kitchen or taking a drive or calling somebody, any move you make is is a good move. It's a good move. It's saying, I care enough about myself to change up this energy because it's going to take me down the rabbit hole. It's going to cause me to have self-destructive behavior. It's going to cause me to say or do something that I would have done 20 years ago, but that I'm not going to do now. So move second one is expand your thinking. There's always two ways of looking at something. It's up to you which you choose to subscribe to or not, which energy of thought. So the third step is share what you know. When you make a choice to move from fear into a more light-filled space, a more option-filled space, a more possibilities and potential and, you know, expansion-based space. This is where I feel the responsibility comes in. When you make a choice, it's not about, you know, telling somebody in order to get them to see your point of view or pushing them to do something that they're not ready for. That would be your ego. But when you move into a light-filled space, I do feel that there is a service-based component to that in order to teach somebody or share with somebody what your experience has been moving from fear into the light, like any good person on the hero's journey. We're all on the hero's journey, right? So the job then becomes maybe sharing your story or sharing an experience in order to show somebody else how to move out of fear so that they can benefit too by learning what you did to get yourself out of that space. Because otherwise, what's the point of holding it on to ourselves? I mean, it feels good, right? You realize like, wow, I'm so glad I looked at it from that point of view because it opened up all these possibilities for me. Or it made me feel, you know, I learned so much more or life got so much better. I moved out of fear and I didn't let fear own me and it became really great. So you own it yourself. But then it's really about sharing. It's about explaining to other people how you did that. When you do that, even if you just tell one person, this is how you, me, this is how we all affect the collective consciousness. This is how we take the fear vibe down and we bring a more light energy to all of us is one person at a time. So every time you make a choice to move from fear into the light, Maybe you, you know, instead of three beers tonight, you have two. Maybe you have one. Maybe you don't have that third cookie. You just have one cookie. Maybe you speak up at work at a Zoom meeting that you wouldn't have challenged yourself on before, and you share your ideas. Maybe you talk to your children 
about what you expect from them and you set a boundary. Maybe you speak up to your partner and say, you know what, this is really just something I can't accept anymore and I have to ask you to meet me in this new space moving forward or we can't move forward. Whatever that decision is for you today, stand in that space and feel the power from that and then look for ways that the universe will show you how to share your story, how to share your example. You don't have to get into all the details or share your dirty laundry or anything like that. But it is about watching the ways that spirit, the universe, brings people and situations to you so that you can teach somebody to save them time. Look for ways that you can give. Look for ways that you can share. Again, when you move from a dark space into the light, I truly believe that the point of it, not only for yourself to rise up in power and to evolve and feel yourself on a much higher frequency, but it's also to go and help somebody else, to share that experience with somebody else. Whether they take it or not, that's up to them. That's up to them. But what you're doing is you're offering them an invitation to rise higher to see something from a different place. That's that's all you're doing. You're not making them go. You're not pushing them to do it. You're simply offering. You're inviting them to see how you did it, how you understand where they were. You were in one space. Now you moved into another. Here's how you did it in, in, the, in your own way of how you want to share that. But you're looking for ways to share it because in the growing of yourself, you're pulling another person up with you. This is how we raise the vibration of the collective. This is how we raise the vibration of our frequency in our homes, in our workspaces, in our communities, in the world. We do it one choice at a time. And when you can make that choice for yourself and you feel so good about it, stand in it, feel good about every single choice, again, A to B, it's all it takes, these little little steps little moves, every choice we make to to rise higher, to think in ways that are healthier, to move toward the light and away from darkness, you start to bring people with you by default in the sharing, in the offering, in the invitation, and then collectively, the energy just starts to rise by itself. So, you know, and think about it like when there's a good book or a good TV show you see, you want to share it, right? You don't want to just keep it to yourself. I mean, you love it. You're watching something and you're like, this is awesome. I, you know, I look forward to watching it again tomorrow night or whatever that is. But you, you, you tell somebody, you say like, this is a great recipe. This is a great book. This is a great TV show. Like, we love when people tell us that because then it's like, oh, I didn't even know about that. Now I heard about this and now I can watch this show or eat this food or, you know, whatever it happens to be. Sharing is the fun. It's, it's, part of what we do when we have something good we don't want to hold on to it we want to tell other people about it so know that when it comes to yourself and overcoming those limitations and reaching for the light instead of staying stuck in the darkness share that with somebody look for an opening or rise to the call when there is something there where you know that you probably should share that because it's going to help somebody else it may save them a lot of time so share your positive stuff, share your, share your victories, because again, in it, it's how we rise up as a group, as a collective, as a world. 
All right, questions this week. Uh, first question was how to stay on track when you've lost your mojo, and that fits in with this week's content for sure on the fear, fear-based fear agenda. Um, you know, to just be repetitive, take action. Gremlins don't like action. When you take action, you are moving forward. So continue in the moving forward. If you've lost your mojo, do something today, even if it's a call. You know, let, let's say you're trying to get something done and there's so many steps involved. Even if you should just make one call today towards all the sales calls you have to make or wh- whatever it is for whatever project or situation that you're working on, whatever, whatever that is for you, do some type of action because when you do that, the gremlins lose their luster. They lose their hold on you. And even if you take that action with 70% effort versus a day when you're like on point and it's like 99%, that's okay. You're still moving. The universe loves action. Second question was for me to give a quick tip for staying inspired. I really like um, just writing in your safari on your phone where you just Google in and write morning motivation videos. So I just type in morning motivation video and that's whatever comes up. I like to listen to those on my runs in the morning, working out or unloading the dishwasher, doing laundry. You can listen to it anytime. But morning motivation videos I find are really, really helpful and there's one particular one, if you're really feeling down, it's it's all capitals called HOPE. And it's an awesome one. It really is. It's awesome. So again, just in your safari, morning motivation video, there'll be a bunch of them that come up. But the one that's that says HOPE, it's, it's a really, really good one. And it floods your brain with inspiration. And sometimes it's just that dose that you need to move you from ugh to yes, I can do anything. Third question was an email question on tips for becoming more intuitive with regard to dreams and getting clearer on dreams. I would say the first thing to do if you want higher guidance through your dreams or to really start to understand messages that are coming through are to eat clean and eat light. Revamping your diet is huge. Um, So especially in the beginning. So if you want to hear, see and feel guidance in your dreams and even your waking state, you know, Eat clean. That's the first thing I would do. If your diet's inflamed, your thoughts are going to be inflamed. You know, think white flour and cookies and carbs and all those things. Don't get me wrong. I love all those things and I eat those things. But if you're going to eat them every single day, you're going to feel more inflamed. Your dreams are going to be more inflamed. Your thoughts are going to be more inflamed. So you're not going to pick up on those, you know, intuitive hits that you would get. In dreams with messages or in your waking state, you know, as you go about your day, if your diet isn't on point. So, again, you can eat those things for sure. But in the beginning, if you're looking to get clarity in your dreams, that's the first area I would go to is getting as clear as possible in your diet so that your thoughts are as clear as possible. And when your thoughts are clear, you're going to be far less fear-based and much more light-filled. If you like today's podcast, please hit subscribe and share with your people. And please check out my books and products at www.jillsylvester.com where you can sign up for my weekly blog to receive tips and strategies to deepen your intuition and live your very best life. Thanks for listening.